Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Breaking news from Rockland. Searchers recovered the body of a volunteer Spring Valley firefighter killed while searching for trapped residents in a burning nursing home. I'm Sean Adams in Spring Valley. New York City parents can now opt their children in to classroom instruction, but hundreds of city schools remain closed due to COVID protocols. I'm Marla Diamond in Brooklyn. Steve Burns has a story about income tax increases in New York State that are being considered for the new state budget. Joe Connolly will tell us what is behind Citigroup banning Zoom meetings on Fridays. Pete Alonzo's ready to rock at City Field. I miss that feeling. I miss the fans. And a perfect night for the local teams. This is Brad Heller. And as always, we'll dip into the News Radio archives for this state's milestones. Wednesday, March 24th. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day with fewer commercials. Nice warm start to the morning. We're in the 40s across the area. We'll be in the 50s today, but looks like some showers will come down off and on. Craig Allen will spell that out for us in a moment. We begin first with some breaking news from the uh, fire scene in Spring Valley from yesterday. And WCBS is Sean Adams. Sean. Nearly 24 hours after the Evergreen Court adult home burned and a volunteer Spring Valley firefighter went missing, searchers recovered his body. It was buried in the smoldering debris. Smoke still rises this morning. Overnight, across Rockland County, there was a slow procession of first responder vehicles, lights flashing. It was an escort to the medical examiner's office. We are waiting for official confirmation of the firefighter's identity. This is a somber day yet again in Spring Valley. One resident of this adult home died after being rescued yesterday. Police and volunteer firefighters brought more than 100 other residents to safety. The deceased firefighter was conducting a search on the third floor. Conditions, were told, were terrifying. Zero visibility. Smoke and flames out of control. The firefighter put out a mayday. A portion of the building then collapsed. And you mentioned, Sean, how little is left of the nursing home and what a tough task it's going to be for the fire investigators. Any theories as to why the flames spread so fast? You know, at this point, there is no indication how or where this fire started, why it it spread so quickly. The complex, most of it really just burned down to the foundation. So very difficult task ahead for the investigators. They're going to have to examine uh, what is left. They're going to have to interview 
the staff and residents are going to have to seek out any video surveillance that might be, uh, you know, from the surrounding area. This, we can tell you, this was an older wood frame structure, three stories. In its uh, past, it was a hotel decades ago in Spring Valley. Uh, was a summer retreat, kind of like uh, a southern version of the Catskills. The Journal News reports during an inspection in February, the smoke alarms and the sprinkler system, they appeared to be in working order. Yeah, it did have that old resort look to it, parts of the building. Thank you, Sean Adams. Well, today in New York City, the window opens up for parents to get their kids back in schools if they want to, but standing in the way of that are the hundreds of schools that are closed at any given moment because of COVID protocols. Marla Diamond is covering these angles. Marla, good morning. How many schools are closed and why? Good morning, Wayne. About 200 New York City schools are closed, and it's about that number at any given time in classroom instruction is now available for all New York City public school students. But ask any parent, and you'll hear a familiar refrain. It's been a stop-and-start year with kids going to school and then being home for 10 days because of more than one COVID-19 case in the school not linked by classroom or cohort. Many parents... And some lawmakers have grown increasingly frustrated with the two-case rule they argue is not based in science and creates more stress on families who need to find child care. The new New York City Schools Chancellor, Misha Porter, was pressed by city lawmakers at a hearing yesterday on the rule. Porter said that they are currently leveraging new guidance issued by the CDC on these closures. One change the DOE has made based on the new guidance is to offer families of fully remote students an opportunity to opt into blended learning beginning this week. So about that opt-in period, Marla, what should parents know about that? So this is for uh, 3K, pre-K, and elementary school students, also District 75 special needs uh, students. It is not for middle and high schools. So they can do this for a 10-day period starting today. They can opt out of uh, total remote learning into some in-classroom learning, usually uh, anywhere from uh, one to three to five days a week for their children. And uh, that opt-in period again for the next 10 days. Marla Diamond reporting on the WCBS Morning News Roundup. Stock futures are all higher this morning. Joe Connolly is here with this morning's big money story. What is behind Citigroup's banning Zoom meetings on Fridays, Joe? People are getting tired of Zooming, Wayne. And some Goldman Sachs employees have even complained publicly about having to work too much. So Citigroup's new chief executive, Jane Frazier, is banning all non-client Zoom calls on Fridays at Citigroup because she says the blurring of lines between home and work are simply not sustainable. So what's happening here is that companies are trying to adapt to employees' shifting priorities as final decisions start being made now on who will work where and when when things reopen. Jane Fraser says most of Citigroup's employees, except the branch banks, will have hybrid roles in the future. Most will work two days a week at home and at least three days a week in the office. Most city employees will not work at home permanently because she says we want people to feel an attachment to our firm and a sense of pride in what we do. Therapist Melissa Dowd says the stress of having to look good while working from home has worn some people down. And that's partly because in an in-person meeting, most people are looking at one person most of the time. 
but not on Zoom calls. Everyone's looking at everyone, leading people to look at and critique themselves during the meeting. (laughs) So Zoom is not going away, but there may be a little less Zooming. One man says, when I have my camera on during a Zoom meeting, I am 1,000% only looking at myself. (laughs) (laughs) That's an honest person. (laughs) Thank you, Joe. Uh, Hey, we're looking at some slowdowns in getting our mail. The snail mail may be even more snail-like. Postal Service confirming the story that Tracy Jonke first reported here yesterday about a looming slowdown in first-class delivery, delaying what is now a one-to-three-day promise to as many as five days. CBS's Chris Van Cleef says the idea is to save money and keep the mail trucks running, but... Democratic lawmakers call it a non-starter. They want to see Postmaster General Louis DeJoy, a Trump appointee, fired after his moves to slow down mail delivery during the election season. But that is not a quick process. All this is happening as the post office is struggling with record low on-time delivery throughout the pandemic and the holiday season, something that continues to this day. And Chris Grancleve then showed us a first-class package sent from New York to Washington 10 days ago. It was mailed 10 days ago, just arrived yesterday. First class. How about raising taxes on the wealthy to pay for the rest? You've heard that refrain before, and New York is talking about that, and that's ahead on the Morning News Roundup. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup, live on 880 and on demand at wcbs880.com slash roundup, or wherever you get your podcasts. And now on the WCBS Morning News Roundup, the WCBS Exergen Weather Forecast, here's Chief Meteorologist Craig Allen. Holding at 48 degrees now in the city, it's a pretty mild morning as compared to the last several mornings. Even the suburbs are not nearly as chilly as they were, and uh, that's because of the cloud cover basically right now. But on the other hand, the cloud cover won't allow it to get as warm, and there's also showery weather approaching the region too. It's raining in parts of Pennsylvania, New York State, on down through Virginia right now. That'll get here towards lunchtime, and from that point on, showers through the afternoon, some heavy Towards this evening, towards the late afternoon, evening commute, 50 to 55 today. Showers ending, then partly cloudy tonight with little change in temperature. It's a good start for tomorrow then. Once the sun breaks through the clouds, we should see highs of 65 to 70. I bumped it up a little bit for Thursday and Friday. Now, there is another chance of showers for Friday, the first part of Friday, but then after that, a little sunshine could get us up to 68 to 74 degrees to close out the work week. Weekend split. We'll talk about that coming up. But right now, 48, humidity 81%, and we have a northeast wind up to 12 miles per hour. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. You want to pay for things, you got to raise taxes very often, and that is the plan now that's being considered in New York State. Hundreds of the city's biggest companies are saying, don't do this. They sent a lawmaker's letter out to Albany saying, hold off on big tax increases. But Steve Burns reports the political dynamics are changing. You know the names. J.P. Morgan Chase, Morgan Stanley, Bank of America, Pfizer. Just a few of the 250 companies that have signed on to a letter telling leaders in Albany that their proposed tax increases on the wealthy would make New York's recovery far more challenging. I am always happy to hear from the business community. But Senate Majority Leader Andrea Stewart-Cousin says her position remains unchanged one week ahead of the budget deadline. We are blessed with an incredibly endowed community that can help to support 
that recovery in a lot of different ways. Governor Cuomo also opposes the tax hikes, but his political standing may be diminished given his recent scandals. Stuart Cousins also says lawmakers are very close on a deal to legalize marijuana. I do believe we've been able to get past the quote-unquote impasse. Steve Burns, WCBS News Radio 880. Wednesday morning, it's the 24th of March. We're just eight days away from opening day baseball, eight days away from Mets baseball here on WCBS. Pete Alonzo was the guest on our season preview show last night, and Brad Heller's here about sports this morning. Brad, good morning. What was Pete's message to the fans? Good morning, Wayne. Alonzo and the Mets have experienced limited fans for these spring training games, but the Polar Bears grateful that City Field won't be empty starting on April 8th for the home opener against the Marlins. Here's Alonzo last night with Wayne Randazzo and Ed Coleman. I think this year, uh, 2021, is all about resiliency, and to be back at City Field with a, with a, full, with a full capacity crowd and, and hearing the stadium shake when people go nuts, I mean, there's no... I haven't found a, a better feeling. I mean, it's, a, it's an adrenaline rush, and I, I miss that feeling. I miss the fans. It'll be 20% to start the season, so about 8,500 fans for April 8th against Miami. The full interview with Wayne, Ed, and Pete Alonzo, it's on our website, WCBS880.com. He also talks about his personal goals for the season, which include 130 RBIs and winning a gold glove. Oh, by the way, Francisco Lindor stayed hot down at spring training. He homered for the fourth time in fifth games yesterday, Wayne, as the Mets beat Miami. Nice. And tell us about the big nights last night on the court for both James Harden and Julius Randle. Harden played despite a sore neck out in Portland. He had 25 points and 17 assists. The Nets beat the Blazers 116-112. They've won 16 out of 18. Julius Randle had 37. He hit seven three-pointers, tying a career high. The Knicks blew out the Wizards at the Garden 131-113. They are 22-22, and and that's more wins than all of last season. The Devils made it back-to-back wins, 4-3 over the Flyers in Philly, and the UConn women advancing to their 27th straight Sweet 16. They blew out Syracuse 83-47. Thank you, Brad Heller. On the Morning News Roundup for Wednesday, I'm Wayne Cabot. Thanks for listening. Here are three things to know this morning, starting with number one. Police cam video from outside the Stonewall Inn from last week shows a 16-year veteran police detective keeping his cool as a man verbally attacks him for being Asian-American, threatening him using racist slurs. The NYPD is investigating 15 anti-Asian incidents as hate crimes compared to none in the month before the pandemic. A second thing, a third of Nassau County residents, one-third now have at least one COVID shot. And as the county opened up its fourth site for vaccinations at the Coliseum, County Exec Laura Curran told our Sophia Hall, Seniors are the most vulnerable, and it's really important that they get appointments. But I do believe as supply opens up, opening up eligibility makes sense as well. Third thing to know, the ease of shopping online is bringing challenges to malls that still exist out there. And it's gotten so bad at the Hamilton Mall in South Jersey now that the power company is threatening to cut the electricity over an unpaid bill. From our news archives, 88 seconds in sound for this date, March 24th. 2020, NYU offers early graduation to med students so they can help overworked doctors fight the coronavirus. 3,000 New York cops call out sick. Two refrigerated trucks are parked outside Bellevue Hospital. And President Trump says he wants to reopen the country by Easter. The president says the social distancing advised by his own health experts 
can't continue. We have to get our country back to work. The president warns of suicides by the thousands if the American economy collapses. You're going to lose more people by putting a country into a massive recession or depression. 2016. The U.S. charges seven Iranian hackers in cyber attacks on New York banks and the Bowman Dam in Rye in Westchester. That attempt failed because the dam was under repair and offline. 2011 on Broadway, what would be the toughest ticket for a long time? I believe that in 1978 God changed his mind about black people. Black people, you can be a Mormon. The Book of Mormon. 1989, Prince William Sound, Alaska, the nation's worst oil spill. Captain Joseph Hazelwood. Eleven million gallons spilled, a quarter million birds died. 1932, heard on this radio station. Singer Bell Baker with the first radio variety show broadcast from a moving train. And in New York City in 1900. Mayor Van Wyck breaks ground for the subway tunnel between Manhattan and Brooklyn. Or is it Van Wyck? This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A daily download of the news you need to start your day. On air, on radio.com, and delivered to your phone and computer for on-demand listening. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 